Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. Hello Paul. Shut it down. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Paul. Merry kiss, cri- Christmas. I know what you were going to say, and it's not very nice. Kiss my... Yep. Um, how are you? Shut it down. <laughs> this year has been yeah. a challenging, interesting one for most people, and uh, here we are at the end of it. It's the end. I'm scared to wish for too much more in 2022, because... Uh, I'm just, let's, we're not through 2021 yet. I'm just no, looking true. at, like, let's just get get over the Christmas thing and we'll just, I, I'm very much going to, let's just see what unfolds. Oh, that's probably I, I think if we sit there and try and predict what's going to go, what's going to happen, you know. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about, like, you know, lockdowns or restrictions or any of that sort of palaver. No. I don't want the palaver, not the pavlova, the palaver. It's um, it's funny, isn't it? The things we've all got used to and now have opinions about and how we're all epidemiologists and microbiologists. Yeah, and, I, I, and I know these conversations are coming over the Christmas period. And I'm, Just for anyone that knows me, that is listening, <laughs> I, don't involve don't, me. I don't, don't want them. No. I don't want to be the grumpy bald man sitting in the corner but I don't want those conversations I, and I, I tend to agree with you I think we're all a little bit over talking about it yeah I have seen you though busy 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 you have been uh, putting your uh, poor vacuum drawer <laughs> under the through pump its, through its paces today yes and for everyone who may have seen the Facebook posting and I will put it up on YouTube um, yes make sure you do that I will do that yeah the YouTube uh, sorry, the trifle that you made, I did actually get to take it home and share with a few friends. And uh, may I say, it was absolutely fantastic. That jelly, I don't know what yous did, but I know yous done it. It was fantastic. Yeah, you see, it's funny actually, because a colleague of mine came in yesterday and had some. Um, and her favourite bit was the custard and well, the sponge. Well, was my second favourite bit. Well, the sp- <laughs> Well, the sponge was great, but uh, although it wasn't as probably laced with uh, Captain Morgan, it probably should have could have used some more, to be honest. But um, but I was happy with it, and certainly my non-drinking husband was very happy with it. But I was talking to our girlfriend that I did share some of it with last night, and she's a bit sort of like, "Oh, I trifle," but I said, "Well, what what did you love about it?" She said, "Her sister really loved the jelly." And I said, well, just take the jelly part out of the recipe and break that. Mm. Break it down. If you just love the jelly... Very good, Linda. Break it down. Very good. <laughs> I, it's only taken eight years, Paul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, I said, just do that. And she was um, going to try that over her over the Christmas break because... Well, yeah, for it. anyone that... Like, the video's up on fa- our Facebook page yeah. now, so you can watch it. Um, yes, it is a long video, but... There are quite a few steps involved, and considering we made everything from scratch, so we didn't buy the like sponge or everything. anything like no. that. Um, but it's also important to note that, like, there's stuff in there that can be substituted. So I used freeze dried raspberries because I had them, but oh. you don't necessarily need them, right? So I put fresh raspberries in there, and strawberries, and cherries, and freeze dried raspberries. Oh, but yum. 
like you don't necessarily need freeze dried raspberries, and that's the thing with uh, something like a trifle. I don't think there's any set rules. Like who? No, I don't, I, think, I don't so. think there's any set rules in like what order things go in the trifle dish. I saw a really very um, attractive picture of a trifle yesterday, uh, and I can't remember what it was for the life of me now. I think it was like it was like a lemon meringue trifle type oh, situation. Wow. It looked beautiful, really good. So you know, someone's gone the citrus path. You'll see people do chocolate and cherry. Yes, like a black forest. Mm-hmm. So there's no real and the, rules. The picture on the box that uh, the trifle bowl came in had poached pears, pears, red wine poached pears. Fantastic. That did. I was actually gonna. I thought what might have been fun was to do an exact copy of the picture on the box which we could have quite easily have done when we say we you really mean yeah. you <laughs> um, but time you know I've ran out of time and whatever but like yes it is a, it's a bit of a process but it's the funny thing is is while there's a lot of components the ingredients across all of those components are quite similar so it's not you not you don't need a whole lot of everything like it was a couple of punnets of strawberries a punnet of raspberries you know a couple hundred grams of cherries and egg sugar flour sort of standard baking stuff so it's not it's not difficult and once you get the ratio of the the gelatin right to the liquid that's well, probably the only tricky one i think well i was disappointed that i could actually get my spoon in <laughs> i was looking forward to giving you a call and saying hello but but it was fantastic it was uh that was probably the best jelly. Yeah. Mm, well, and the custard was my close second. Yeah. And I mean, we all just used what we had on hand, like mm. really. So, you know, we talked about having, having like this super heavy alcoholic, cheap brandy soaked sponge. And we had some spiced rum here. So I, that I used last Christmas for something. Um, so we used that instead. And The mince tarts. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Mince? You made the fruit mince and then did you eat it? Did I? No, that wasn't mince tarts. Oh. I, I think that might have been the empire pudding. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the trifle. It was bloody heavy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was like six kilos of yeah of bowl. And I, yeah. Well, the bowl held 4.7 litres. So by the time you get all the bits and stuff on top, it's five kilos at least. But at least because there was a bit, little bit of a gap around the cherries on top and the cream, yeah, it was easy to cover. And I put it into a sort of a yeah. carrying basket that we have. And we made some made easy uh, to transport. Some honeycomb just for and that was kicks. Like, yeah, that was great. Um, just as a bit of a contrasting texture because everything's quite soft. Mm. So, bit of cr- but you could do toasted nuts. You don't have to make honeycomb. And that's a good thing with the trifle. You can put your faves yeah. on and layer it. Yeah. And uh, no alcohol if you didn't. I mean, it was gentle enough that Dougie, who doesn't drink it at all, and is sometimes a bit wary of things that are too heavily spiced with alcohol as a flavour. Yeah, it could have just cake. used I would a touch more. more. Yeah. But um, but no, it was it was fantastic. Yeah. Well. And I can testament to what uh, you said about the. Uh, watermelon in the vacuum bag that did look so much more vibrant. Oh, yeah. like that would look great bringing that out at you know a kids party or, or picnic or something and opening it up yeah so I mean I've got a awkward Christmas period I think is probably best well, you're term. Traveling a lot. Um, so I've had to work 
well in advance of what I usually would. I probably wouldn't start today if it was me normally. Um, I'd probably shop tomorrow and then do some prep in the afternoon and the bulk of my prep on Christmas Eve. Uh, but this year I can't do that. We've got a Christmas Eve do, a Christmas Day do, and then Boxing Day. So, yeah, I had to start a little bit early. And so what I've done, and this probably comes back to a few weeks ago where we were talking about getting prepared yes, and getting yes. yourself organised. So you and I both saw today we're in the, the well, south side car park of the Preston Market. Um, it was pandemonium today yeah not pretty um so i got to the market very early i got my shopping done and out of the way and i basically locked myself in my little studio all day just to and and i've done everything to like because i can but i've done everything to you know almost the extreme so i've got a uh what would you call that like an ancient grain salad and i've got all of the components for the salad vacuum sealed individually so when it comes time to putting the salad together i actually just have to open bags tip everything out and then mix well, it i know the cooking with steam fridge um is quite big it's not well at all. compared to my little one at home it looks quite big yeah but i am when you opened the door before and i saw how much you had packed in yeah i was so impressed i thought yeah i'm definitely going to put my note under the christmas tree for one Santa Doug. <laughs> what? You mean Sedge? Don't tell the kids who might be listening. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's not, it's not for everyone, I understand. No. Um, but... Aldi has one for $40 at the moment, though. Yeah, I'd say they're going to go pretty quickly. They will actually. go pretty quickly. Um, but for the situation that I'm in, what I'm doing, and I don't generally do it all the time, but for this time of year, when I've got a lot on just to buy all my ingredients and seal them and like we're going away we're you know yeah. gonna pack the esky in the car like i can just like i just know that anything i put in the freezer is just going to be fine like you know i'm not shopping extravagantly but i'm making sure that like half the watermelon doesn't get thrown out mm. you know what i mean because yeah. that's just annoying so, it's a waste. Yeah, and it's a waste. And I mean, it, in the case of watermelon, and I did some pineapple as well and stuff like that, it actually improves the flavour of it. Like, it improves the texture and the flavour of it. So it's a sort of win-win, really. You know, I've got some really super stinky cheese. Like, oh, super, yeah. super stinky cheese. So I've just sealed that so it doesn't stink the whole joint it's fresh out. bread? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to get some fresh sourdough. Spent a fortune on cheese. I, I did spend some money today, and I did spend a fortune on cheese. They were a bit shocked at the deli. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> They're happy. That they was actually happy said shock. to they actually said to me, "Are you ready for the bill?" And I said, "Yes, that's yeah. fine. Don't worry. I know what to expect." Well, unlike so, um, your extravaganza, I'm having a very easy Christmas this year. I only have to make two things really: a pav and potato salad. Well, you could make a trifle, Linda. Well, I could. You could quite but easily. But no one wants it. When I've uh, when I've been asking what I can make, what I can bring to contribute. But you see, here's the thing. They don't want one. In fact. Yeah, but this is the re- you got to wonder the reason why. The host is making a Christmas. Well, maybe they don't trust my. I don't know. Why don't they trust me? No, I don't think it's a you thing. I think it's a the same problem that you and I had about trifles. 
Oh, maybe they're a bit scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they are. Yeah. Well, but it seems to be very popular. I don't know if it's just because I've been maybe paying more attention, but this Christmas it seems very, very like it might be the the in thing this year. The trifle is back. Okay. If it ever went away, I mean, I don't know. Like well, we we're not been... trendsetters or followers by any stretch, <laughs> um, but I have noticed quite a bit more sort of you know social media chatter about trifles. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I do. This is when I do like my steam oven because cooking potatoes for potato salad is uh, yeah. so much better. Little baby potatoes. Yeah. In the steam oven, easy peasy. Yeah, it's great. So yeah. no stress, very little mess. Yeah. My idea of cooking for Christmas. But yeah, I feel like this year I'm not doing really anything. Yeah, well, we're, ours is just split out a lot. So I'm not doing... Generally, I would do a big, big cook-up for about 16 of us, maybe more. Um, but it's worked out a bit differently this year. So it's sort of... Christmas has sort of been chopped up a little bit. But there's a few things that I refuse not to do at Christmas. So my partner said to me, well, we don't really need a ham. And I went, who are you talking to? Yeah, like, what, sort of, I know. what sort of person do you think you're talking to here? We don't need a ham. So yes, we do. We just got a smaller ham than usual. So Besides, one of the things I love is uh, after when you, when you have the Christmas ham and it's always great at Christmas is those days when you can just cut it a bit thicker and put it on the barbecue and have ham steaks with pineapple and cheese. Oh, my God. 1970s. Oh, Linda. Thank you. I... Oh, no. <laughs> you should see the face you're pulling. Come on, what's wrong Oh, that's shit ass. I know we've been talking <laughs> about, like, sort of... No way. Trifle. Pineapple no. and, and Christmas what? ham steaks. Good. Fresh pineapple. Oh. Grilled. On the barbie, put together, yum. If anyone wants to go into partnership with an online <laughs> cooking business, just reach out to Paul at cookingwithsteve.com. Be more than happy to... Um, oh, come to, on. <laughs> to really point... Linda, you've just lost me. For a very long time, Paul. You've just lost me. I, I, was, I was on board when you were saying, you know, Boxing Day, the leftover ham. See, my Boxing Day thing... And it's a thing is leftover ham, which I pan fry, and it's quite good when you pan fry it and get it, you know, a little bit of colour on it and da da da, and duck eggs, poached duck eggs, ham, good sourdough. Now that is how you treat your Christmas ham. You don't put pineapple and cheese on it. What happened to you? I'm a child of the 70s, of the, well, 60s, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, that's Dougie, but uh, come on, what's wrong with a bit of ham steak with pineapple? I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't anti the ham steak. No, no, and pineapple. No. No? You've lost me. Grilled pineapple, no. that colouring on the pineapple, put on top. No, I'm mm. sorry. Mm. I suppose you don't have pineapple on your pizzas either. No. Well, actually, yeah, no, neither do I. But I do like it with ham steak. Okay, well, you enjoy that then. By wow. yourself. You're now packing up and walking out of this. <laughs> I've got it. I'm, you really are devastated. Well, come on. I'm not devastated. I'm not upset. I'm just, just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we won't be yeah, I was, I just, for that barbecue. Uh, yeah, I just expected more from you, really. Really? After yeah. all these years? Well, come that's on. that's really going... Like, I'll After even come years. at, like... 
um, you know, you go to like someone's house for an event or, and they still to this day, and I think it must be an Australian thing, but there is still the Savoy with Cabana and Tasty Cheese. Oh, have you been to the Cabanas <laughs> recently? We love those. Yeah, okay. So that's like... Yeah, but that's... If anyone doesn't know what Cabana is, I'm not sure if it's a universal thing globally. It's it's oh, like a... Spiced meat. It's like a spiced meat stick. Yes. It's about... They're about 50 or 60 centimetres long. They're quite thin. Um, and they were kind of the, the sort of... I don't know... The international food of Australia. Like, oh, that was our foray into continental European. Oh, like, wasn't it terrible? Continental but, European cuisine was yes. like cabana with tasty cheese. And then oh. came the um, the bright green, red, and white pickled, pickled onions. onions. Yeah. Um, a see, I'd even, I'd even come at that, right? I'd even go, yeah, okay, that's, that's cool. That's fine. I'm not going to do it all the time myself. But I like partake in sort of stuff like that. If it crops up, it's kind of a bit fun, you know, whatever. But I draw the line at pineapple and ham. I can't believe that. No, I draw it. You it's really drawn. don't like pineapple and ham? Line in the sand. I might make it for you one day. And, and then when you have it taste, you'll go, oh, look, I never knew it actually tastes this good. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not interested okay. in that at all. But so, anyway, sorry. Well, Moving on. Okay, then. Mr. Duck Eggs and Bread. Duck Eggs and Bread and Ham. Yum. That's good. Really good. How do you do the duck eggs? Poached. Okay, then. Just like you would a normal egg. Okay. Do you know how to poach an egg? I I think it's on the website. No, I don't think we've done it. Oh, really? Oh, maybe we should. Because there's a bit of a a skill to poach eggs. um, I don't actually poach. I'm not really an egg person. I like the coddled eggs. Because they're cooked. I like the way we now fry eggs at home from a cold pan. But I don't tend to make poached eggs. Oh, okay. Scrambled I love. Yeah. Scrambled eggs and uh, okay. well, fried eggs. Well, I mean, you could poached. do scrambled duck eggs too. You could do fried duck eggs. Duck eggs are just a bit bigger and a bit richer. Oh, yeah. Good to sort of soak up a little bit Can of Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say a little, you mean... A, a bowl, lot. Or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Boxing Day feast. Yeah. But can you get them at uh, any like supermarket? Uh, Asian grocer is the best place. Okay. Like a, any Asian grocer will generally have duck eggs. Just mm-hmm. make sure you don't buy the like the century eggs by mistake. Okay. Century eggs are like fermented, cured. Oh wow! Gross oh, black things that make oh, you, uh, you don't like them. Vomit. Oh, okay, you don't like. Them. Oh no, they're disgusting. Oh, right. They're, they're this colour. Oh, okay. They're Quite black. Different. Yeah. They are fermented. Okay. Yeah, they, they bury them underground for like... They call it a century egg because I think they bury them underground for 100 days or something. I, I don't know the full story. I'm not interested in that either. You can keep your century egg with your pineapple. There you go. Come on. <laughs> but, but, okay. Yeah. Okay, very oh. And uh, after Christmas, any plans? No, a bit of fishing. Mate of mine's... Said, right, let's go. We'll do some fishing. So, well, I'm just trying to, like, you know, I've got a few gift vouchers left over from my birthday and bits and pieces. So, maybe a round of golf. A mm. um, bit of fishing. A couple of quick sort of shortish trips away. Not interstate nice. or international or anything. Um, but, yeah, just going to build a greenhouse. 
Oh yes, nice um, in the backyard there. Yeah, corner. and then I'll do little little bit. Do it maybe a few naps. Oh, what yeah. a nap! I'm looking forward to naps. Yeah, you actually have the potential to have one. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I don't have a six-year-old climbing all over me. No. Dad, come play. Dad, come yeah. play. No. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe just one or two naps would be nice. Well, it sounds like a nice way to end out the year. Yes. And to everyone who's uh, listening. Thank you very much for supporting us. Exactly. It's been a great year. Yeah. Well, no, it's been an interesting, challenging year, but we've, here we are. We hope you've had a, a good year by uh, any standard. Be safe. Stay well. Happy cooking. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and enjoy the festive season, whatever your flavour is. And we'll see you. We'll see you in 2022. Well, we won't see you. We'll talk no, to you. We'll talk, we'll to talk you. at you. There we go. That's what we're doing. We're talking <laughs> at people, really. But we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll pick this up sometime in January, I think. Yeah, about mid-Jan. Yeah. Late, yeah, mid to late Jan. Yeah. When we'll, we uh, we'll reconvene, when we're back in together. Yeah, we might do some ch- bit of a change of format or something. I don't know. I might work on my intro. How's that? Well, that's not a dramatic change. Well. Maybe work on your choice of Boxing Day dishes. I think that's what well, you I've need. been doing it for years, buddy. Yeah. That doesn't make it right, Linda. No, but it makes it um, comfortable and... Yeah, okay. And at that, that moment... Oh, it's your choice. Uh-huh. It's your choice. It's the choice of an old gener- a new generation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on up. that note, thank you, everybody. And Merry and, Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy festive season. Happy Have a cool Yule. Oh, don't say that. That's bad too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm showing my age. Stick a fork in it. I'm done. Take care, everybody. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.